Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Content Creators University. For those of you who do not know me, my name is JP Hattech. I am a cinematographer, software developer, and branding expert. After several years in the industry, I've decided to open this digital master school to help any content creator level up and impact in this world with the things and tools that we need. As we understand technology is what this is all about, and technology is always, always growing. So this is a platform that's going to teach us the things that we need to understand to keep growing, to keep impacting, and to keep evolving so that we can be the best version of ourselves and truly, truly get the things that we need to take our endeavors, our businesses, our vision to the destination it needs to get. So welcome, buckle up uh, for this episode. Let's get started. Welcome to the show. Very excited to have you on board here on the Content Creators University. How's it going, man? JP, those watching now live in the replay, shout out to all y'all. Sending you positive vibes. I'm happy to be here. Awesome, man. Awesome. I want to thank you. Thank you for agreeing to come here and teach us like we always say every single week, right? You are going to be our professor today. And we want to break it down. We want to learn everything. So I hope you're ready because we are, man. <laughs> All right. So for the folks that do not know and are listening or watching this and like, who is this person JP's excited about? Could you take a minute and introduce yourself to them, please? All right, everyone. You can find me at Find Troy. I'm an award winning B2B marketing strategist. I help SMBs, startups, enterprise brands, creators, educators, everyone in between to take simplified strategies and systems to grow their business, maximize their revenue, to create the life that they want. And that's what I envision to do. And that's what I try to do daily um, podcast featuring coming on guests like I'm on here with you and just impacting the community, especially my black businesses. We need support. We need love. We need uh, amplification. And my goal and impact is to try to do that for a lot of businesses across the world. Wow. 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 That is fantastic, man. That is really fantastic that you're doing that. Let me go ahead and bring it back here onto you. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for taking the time to um, share your background. And that is why we have you here to learn from your expertise, right? Everybody today wants to podcast. When I say everybody, a lot of people, right? Not every single person, but a lot of people, they want to podcast or at least they want to grow their business using podcast you have the opportunity to travel right earlier i was mentioning that you shared stage with some of the big names out there right oprah winfrey and all that i know some folks are like oh, i'm not sure about that jp well that is true family it is true uh, i want you to share with us how was it how was inbound 2021 what will be your one takeaway from there let us know because these folks that you're sharing the stage with are amazing and power-packed people let us know brother Number one thing, heart prints. If you know, you know. And if you don't know, Oprah is the one who shared it. If you go to on Twitter, put hashtag inbound2021 and at find Troy, I didn't Twitter MC the whole event, so go check it out. But inbound was an amazing experience. It allowed me to really connect with people in a broad sense. I actually did talk about um, how to grow and elevate your business through podcasting as my speaking topic, so to speak, but then also was there as a correspondent and then in the after hours, but also also on top of that, giving context every single day. 
Uh, so it was definitely fun. It was very inclusive. That's what I have to give. Shout out to HubSpot. Shout out to Inbound4. They did that thing, making it more inclusive across the board for a lot of us to get representation and be heard and edified in ways that fits close to home. Wow, that that is something that um, I will say is phenomenal, right? Um, and for I'm looking at the different names here um, and different things like that for people like me, right? That will be dreaming one day <laughs> to do what you do, right? When I look at you, when I grew up, honestly, for the folks that also are aspiring to become speakers or doing similar things, um, what will be your advice to them whenever such an opportunity is presented to them? Definitely think, don't try to be anything that you're not. The reason mm -hmm. I'm getting these opportunities is because I showed up consistently as myself. That's what they're bringing you on for. That's what people expect. If you're trying mm -hmm. to emulate people you you know, idealize, maybe that's a Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, various folk across various industries and sectors, that's not you. You can, you can emulate certain things and pinpoints, but people are hiring you or asking you to speak because of how you deliver. There's only right. one you on this planet. So definitely maximize that experience, but do your homework and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think that's the big thing why a lot of people choose not to speak or I got a lot to say, but I don't know how to do it because you haven't gotten comfortable with being uncomfortable. I may seem very polished right now and articulating, but every time I do this, there's that sense of doubt and imposter syndrome and uncomfortability. But you have to know in your resolve that I have this conviction that what I have to say is going to be above and beyond what my fear is. And the last thing I'd say in this moment, somebody on this planet inspired you to be the very person that you are right now. And guess what? They were afraid and was almost about to quit and not do it. But they chose to do it anyway. And because of that, you got inspired to be the creator, the evangelist, the podcaster, the business person that you are, or the person you're trying to be because somebody who was afraid still chose to speak up. So how dare you withhold your information for somebody else to speak up to? whoa man out the gate that is amazing right it is so true right folks i hope you're ready we're just starting and listen to the things our guest is saying right so deep not just true but super super deep yes absolutely there's somebody that is waiting for you to take that step that is waiting for you to open your mouth and speak i want to go ahead and give a shout out to our comment folks in the comment section angelica how's it going getting things done i appreciate you being here um you guys are commenting uh, samurai what's going on thanks for being here on the live show uh thanks for sharing everything steve worthy uh thanks for being here thanks for commenting thanks for being active if you have any questions for my guests go ahead and put it in the comment section or if you're receiving go ahead and share hashtags everything share this around with your friend and folks right okay so today you have the opportunity to do these things but like you just shared right you just said um building all these things might not always be so polished right there's a work that gotta be put in it and at the same time you have some folks i will tell you well troy i've been doing the work i've been putting in hard work i don't see half of this what am i doing wrong what can you tell us so the first thing, and I'm gonna use myself for example. So for context, I started my podcast, Adagress.fm, literally a year and one month ago to the date as we're having this conversation right now. So there's a lot of people who've done it better. They have a lot more downloads. Maybe they've been doing it for a longer period of time, but maybe they see little old me with my little old podcast and think, 
how did he get there and mm -hmm. it comes down to, to positioning see we have to understand that just putting more effort doesn't necessarily equate to the success or the results that you want this ain't like a thing because a lot of people are stuck in a hamster wheel they're stuck in checking things off and saying look what i did world why are you not paying me for what i do as a business or as a creator right. or as a podcast or as a youtuber i deserve this because it took me 10 hours to make this video or these graphics or this program or this podcast or whatever pay me that's not how the world works it's all about positioning and branding and the perception of the value that those who you're trying to attract to see it so if you're put a timeline to your efforts this this is what mm -hmm. freaks everybody out then you'd be like in the next 30 days in the next 90 days before the end of this year <laughs> maybe by the, end of the next next year you know those new year resolutions that everybody fail after january we're not gonna talk about that but put <laughs> actual dates to the thing that you're trying to do and milestones and see if your efforts are leading you toward that now that maybe you feel uncomfortable true i just want to create content you know i love that but guess what if you're trying to make money from your content stop saying you're trying to create content and saying you generate money through content creation ain't that a big difference see the switch and oh. the mindset mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. are so focused on the effort and you're not building the pathway to the result you're trying to get to and so when i do and when i help other people do and what i hope you take for in this moment whatever you're trying to do put a dollar sign to it i don't care the amount put a dollar sign to it and reverse engineer yourself backwards to saying what seems realistic what can i start today what can i start next month what can i start next year who do i need to be connected with what do i need to have technology software education can i learn how to do it do i need to pay someone else to do it what is the investment to get me to where i need to be if you're not asking yourself those key questions and so focus on the doing of something you're never going to get anywhere you're going to be in a hamster wheel for the rest of however long you want to stay there but i don't want you to be i want you to take this information from the content creators of the university that we're doing right now and after this live is over do something with it because if you just right, consuming right, taking right. notes every episode you coming in every live showing up jp what's up but you're not taking no action do you really want it do you really want it that is so true that's the question right how much do you want it because if you're just accumulating and just b being full of information and you're not no execution to it then there's a problem i mean you're not moving you're not doing anything with the information you're receiving and that is where the separation starts and for the folks that are curious folks let me go ahead if you're watching the podcast if you're listening to it you have to hop on youtube later and come and check it out um but if you're curious about the his podcast because i know some skeptical always out there that want to know um what is this all about well let me go ahead and show you right here you will see that his podcast is called i die Dress, right uh and look right here folks and go ahead and pull it up so you can see right there right on itunes and as you can see he has over 400 reviews let me go ahead and zoom in so you can see right there and these are real people living real reviews right he does have a serious presence he's impacting people so one thing that i always say is that leave live Telling yourself that you have an opportunity to learn from somebody. Because whenever you do that, you have an opportunity to have one step ahead of the next person right next to you. You don't know it all. You are trying to build your podcast. Now, of course, you'll be like, well, I want to have all this traffic. Now, my question to you is, is it more about the traffic 
or about the conversion. Hey, Troy, what do you say about that? I think it depends on your goals. When I initially started out, I was intentionally trying to drive brand awareness because no one knew who I was. And I tell them all the time, you could have the best product, the best software, the best video, you know, you could have the cure for something, but if no one, if no one knows you exist or no one knows to find you and they can't find you, nothing matters because you don't exist to them. And so for me, a lot of podcasting initially was all about brand awareness. I get tired. I don't know about you, JP, but you could be having some gyms and now you got to repeat it over and over and <laughs> right, over right. and over again. I'm like, wait, 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 there's an easier way to do this. So I know some people think of podcasting is just like speaking my voice. I'm going to just, you know, take this mic and be like, y'all, this is how my day was, blah, 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 blah. And think <laughs> I deserve a work. I deserve an award. Now people are going to give me money. That's not how this works. So for me, I knew if I create episodes, those episodes will now allow me to send it to somebody else and say, hey, if this is your problem, this episode can help you. If you want to mm -hmm. learn more and maybe hire me, now you got it. So now I've converted this Audible experience into a sales driver. I've also converted this audio experience into a validator. They get to see, hear my voice, my tonalities in my voice, my swag, my vibe. What is it like talking with Troy, working with Troy? How does his mind think? Where is the vision at? What's the full experience without me having to waste any more energy? Because I did it mm -hmm. once and now I can just send it out whenever. Business card, check, episode, got it. So it's just understanding how you're gonna use your content. That can be applied to video, to blogs, to anything. It's how you position it. Because if I take this cup, right? Mm -hmm. You probably can tell what it is, but if I took that cup, 50 cents, 25 cents, put a branding on it and I had to position it, now it's $5. Put a different branding on a position in the right space at the right time, now it's $50. So it's really about how you position the content that you create and distribute. It's not just any effort of creation distribution that you get the money, it's how you position that you get all the money that you deserve. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic positioning and knowing how to position. Now let's, let, let's slow down a little bit. Um, I went hard because so excited and this is important but i know there's some folks that are wondering how did you get started share with us your story a little bit how did you get started for you to get here today well i mean the pandemic we had a lot of time on our hands <laughs> so i was <laughs> i was so a true. pandemic podcast baby okay <laughs> i was like i need something to do the right. events i can't go to events no more what am i going to say and so I started the podcast and initially, again, my thought for creating the podcast was, let me try a different form of content because I love video. I love interviewing people. I'm very charismatic as y'all see on video, but I'm like, mm -hmm. I got to mix with the lighting, the camera, scheduling. I mean, shoot, JP set up making me envious. Y'all saw the people in the intro <laughs> was like, man, I want, I want this setup and situation. But I thought podcasting would allow me to eliminate a lot of that friction. It's just me and this mic. And that's it. That's all. And that was what I came when I started. Now, granted, a lot of people will say, I still get messages like, Troy, um, you don't interview guests. Troy, um, your podcast is only like less than 30 minutes. How did that become about? I knew that I'm a really good interviewer. I, I know that. But I know it takes so much work to get people on, prep them, prep for the interview so you have a good process. And the other thing, I'm going to be real selfish in a moment. I wanted people to come for me. <laughs> That's good. Pause. That's you got to have that. So the three things that I had going into the podcast was one, I'm not doing it now. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
I'm going to do 30 minutes or less, all episodes too. No guess, nothing personal, no guess, because that allows me to be more consistent. I had the vision that if I create a system and a process for me to constantly show up, that means I can build off that. Too many people want to shoot for the moon. They ain't even built the rocket ship yet to even go towards the moon, but they so focus on the moon. So for me, I'm Man. like, let me build the ship. What can mm -hmm. I do achievably at this moment? I'm new. I don't got the best mic yet. Ain't no point me buying 500 $800 mics. Let me get something and get my bearings, get my sea legs in the audio world. And so whatever it is that you do, position your same way. Now, the caveat with, you're like, well, Troy, how do you get from that to where you mm -hmm. are now? And I like to tell people this. I wasn't necessarily a podcast. I'm a marketer with a podcast. So I'm positioning this podcast vehicle to expand. Know your strengths. Y'all, guess what? I'm black and I'm proud about it. Guess what? Mm -hmm. People want to support black anything. If you're a person of color, whatever your identities are, use that to your turn advantage to position yourself. I want to create, my goal is creating this podcast was creating an experience that came from people who sounded like me, who can use examples like they're from the barbershop, but can give me the strategy and the business infrastructure to help me grow my business. I didn't hear enough, enough of that on the airwaves. So with knowing that was the, that was the whole, that was a need I was trying to feel. And that's how I positioned my podcast, though I was only getting maybe 200 downloads at the time to now mm -hmm. scale it. Now, the numbers don't matter if you know how to position your content, position your product, position your podcast, whatever it is, your medium that you choose to do. Wow, that's fantastic. That is really, really fantastic. Now, I know, you know, there are other folks out there that really want to build um, a brand. And early off stage, we were talking about how you had initially uh, you had to invest in rebranding yourself properly in order to help catapult your business. And now that you're using the leveraging podcast is helping you with the business. Now, can you share with us why for the folks that do not understand why was it so important for you to first rebrand yourself properly before you embrace and, and, and took the races on this side of the uh, way of doing business. When you look at your goals and you ever just, before you go to bed, you look up at the center and you'd be like, I'm not where I want to be. And you just be in that moment of just deep thought, like what's going on. And a lot of that comes down to how you've been branding yourself your whole life. And I had to really do a deep introspection of who I am, but also who do I want to become? We're so focused on who we are. We're not thinking about who we need to be to get the results that we want, to get the money, to create the life that we want to live. And so for me, and that sounds really deep, but I took that personal and you should be taking your branding personal, whether it's your personal brand or your business brand, it's all tied in together. Take it personal. So I took it to heart and I said, Everyone knows me as the at fine true. That's my username everywhere. And that's where my initial branding went off and people took it that way, but they saw it as just that they didn't know what I did. They didn't have any interest and I wasn't getting any bags, but people mm -hmm. love to talk about mm -hmm. at fine Troy and tag me everywhere. And I'm like, hold on. I have to position myself. And so think about it this way. You know, you in your hometown, everybody know you a certain way, but you're not getting where you want to be. And so you have to leave your hometown to go define yourself, to discover yourself and realize I need to take on these traits to build myself into where I want to be. And so I rebranded myself as the strategy hacker and then eventually created a business called Strategy Hackers. And so why did I do that? My love that I can do all day from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed is strategy. 
my brain sees the matrix. I'm like, boom, here's an idea. Boom, here's an idea. Here's a framework. Here's an infrastructure. Eliminating complexity and putting confusion in making clarity so we can get to the goals. That's my bread and butter. So when you align that with your skill sets, your molecular makeup, and then understanding that this positioning is intentional to get these certain folks to see you a certain way, then it made sense. Once I saw that people who were in Fortune 1000, Fortune 100 brands, um, national nonprofits, media organizations reaching out to me because of how I positioned myself, how mm -hmm. I layered myself, now I'm like, I'm on the right track now. Because when you can do less and people are now knocking at your door and your DMs and your email, you know, mm -hmm. seeing you trying to contact you, now your brand is being a magnet to attract the very people that you hope that they would so you can do business and make those big bags. But a lot of folks don't take enough time in reevaluating the perception of value that they're exerting, exhibiting to folk and doing an analysis and making sure, am I in alignment? Are people seeing me the way I'm showing that I need to be seen? Because a lot right. of people are failing at that. And you specialize all the time, JP. People need to rebrand sometimes, not because their branding wasn't bad, I mean, it wasn't good. It's not getting the results that they want. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. getting the perception that it's want. It's not attracting the right folk. And so if you know that it's not attracting the right folk, you got to let go, restart, reset, recalibrate, and start new. That doesn't mean you can't just start from scratch. You're building off what you built, but you have to take it in, process, and then once I did rebrand, if the results are there, now we're moving somewhere. Good, good. And, you know, that is taking me to an aspect of whenever people are too attached to something, right? Um, they're so attached to what they've already built. Even though it may not be producing the correct result, the right things, generating the income they're looking for, they will tell you, well, I've been doing it for X amount of time. Just going back to the same thing as somebody telling you, well, I cannot change my phone number because the people I know, I've been using this same phone number for five years, but they're telling you, a professional is telling you, okay, I recommend you changing and reinvent. Now, they're going to tell you, what about all those people that I've built a relationship with? Are you telling me I should turn my back on them or what's going to happen? There's FOMO there. How was it for you and what can you say in regards to that? For my black people watching, my my, my people of color watching, y'all know we deep in the community, we rooted in it, right? Mm -hmm. But let me just ask you this one question. Are the current people in your sub-circles and inner circles, are they amplifying you and helping you get to where you want to be? Or are they holding you down? Just because you got a whole volume of folk who are connected with you in some way, shape or form, if they're not helping you get to where you need to be today, where you need to get to tomorrow, next year, five years from now, guess what? That doesn't mean that my relationship with them is over. I'm reducing their influence and impact so I can make room for those who can help me get to the next point of access. I'm allowing space for that to form. Now that may seem uncomfortable because now you're doing rude to the homies. You're not doing too rude to the homies. Everybody know when you go and get yours, that represents us too. That represents everybody you impact and everyone you touch. And so it is awkward where you have to make a change and make a modification. When I decided to make these shifts, a lot of folk doubted me. But here's the thing about a vision. When you have a vision, it's meant for you. It ain't mm -hmm. meant for everybody else. Everybody won't see, most folk 
will never be able to see what's in your mind of the vision you have for yourself, for your life, for your business, whatever it is that you do. But you, because it was meant for you to do. It was meant for you to carry out. And so when you learn how to have that conviction and have that confidence about that vision so you can make it into a manifestation, a lot of the things that you hear smoke and mirrors, doubters, haters, sowing those seeds of, I don't know if you should do this. I can't, I don't care if you don't see it. Either you respect my vision enough to trust me and impact me the way you can, or I'm not saying the relationship is over. I'm just saying we're going to put it in a different perspective so I can move forward. And everyone knows this. You can't drive forward looking in the rearview mirror. So stop looking in the rearview mirror of all them folk who've been doubting you, never supported mm -hmm. you. But guess what? When I start making moves, Troy, why are you doing a podcast this way? This will never work. Oh, his podcast has given him access to Inbound. His podcast got picked up by Husband Podcast Network. Now, I'm not making it about being. You can swap this out for whatever it is that you do. But mm -hmm. I'm saying when you start listing achievements, where, now they showed up. You see all them likes from the folk who never doubted you, doubted you but they're showing up and watching. So you got to learn how to make that separation. And I'm, now, even now, as I'm giving this advice, it's still uncomfortable. It's still mm -hmm. hard. And understand that growth is an ongoing thing. I'm a person that when I look to the future, I got so much more work I got to do on myself, on my business, and reevaluate constantly who am I engaging with? How am I feeding my mind? Who am I telling my truths to? Who am I showing my vision to? Because all of that impacts in the totality of the results that you want to get to whatever it is that you're trying to do. Now, you're probably like, well, Detroit, that was a lot. That was a lot of deep. But it's necessary. And you got to have that much passion and conviction and confidence and poise and persistence in video creation if you're a YouTuber, in podcasting if you want to be a podcaster, a marketing business, accounting, whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is you want to be. You got to have that same conviction. And it doesn't matter. You're going to realize the higher you go, the thinner the air. And those who can't stay with you yep. are gonna fall off, and that's not that's not your fault. You got to keep going toward you get to the top of the mountain. Oh man, the higher you go, the thinner it is. Listen, folks, a lot of times we're talking about this type of things, and how no, this is feeling uncomfortable to a lot of folks listening or watching this podcast right now. But here's the reality: in order to become or achieve what the one percent are achieving. You need to think and act like the 1%. And this is how the 1% think. This is how the 1% walk, achieve, and plan. The mindset, the approach to doing business needs to change. The practice needs to change before the success follows. See, the, the deal is that I'm loving what you're saying, brother, because the deal is that you first acknowledged one thing. You acknowledged that what you were doing before was not working, that you needed a shift in the way you are approaching doing business and in the way you were presenting yourself. Your branding had to change first. And after that changed, that started presenting you in a specific way, painting a picture, speaking something to the people and to the potential clients. And you didn't stop there. Even though people, and that will always happen, right? People will always have an opinion about your walk and your vision and your trajectory, even though they do not know where your vision came from, how or where you're going, but they will have an opinion. And you did not let any of that 
stop you on your rails. You kept walking. Now tell me though, honestly, how does it feel when people you know are not embracing your vision? Oh, it hurts. It's painful. It's suffocating. It's detrimental to your ego, to your heart, to your mental, emotional status. But even though that may happen, that's also an indicator to you that this person is not meant to be on the seat. They're not meant to be in the rocket ship with you. They have gone as far as they can with you. And it's nothing personal. If you gotta let go of that dead weight, let it go. And this is business. This is literally business. You have to do a call. Do you do a P&L? Do an assessment of all your assets. And your assets can also be people who you engage with, people you communicate with, all the different things. And write it down. The first 10 to 24 that come to your mind are probably the people who are the most active, the most supportive to you. Mm -hmm. Outside of that bubble, if that person ain't in that first 20, maybe first 30, we're being really generous here, does their influence really matter? We got to stop giving people so much influence on our decisions. Now, that doesn't mean you can't take insights from those who have been where you're trying to go or they're giving you another vantage point or viewpoint. That's a different scenario. But when you're making decisions, you've made decisions, you made a plan and you're sticking to the plan. How many of y'all hate side and backstreet drivers? People are trying to tell you, go this way, <laughs> do this. Nah, man, let me focus. Right. I got the steering wheel. So therefore, let me drive. Let mm -hmm. me drive the way I need to try to get around to go. Again, to my podcast, who in their right mind want to start a podcast, ain't even doing an hour. Now, most people mm -hmm. interview guests so they can boost their views, boost their exposure to open mm -hmm. access. I said, I can't do that. I don't have the ability to keep that sustainable right now in my current way. Situational awareness of your situation. You have that situational awareness. And so that was my awareness that I got to make this fit for what I can do right now. Right. And hopefully as things progress, other things may allow me more time or frequency and stuff. But I got so deep into it that people now expect it just to be just me, less than 30 <laughs> minutes and dropping gems. So I got a nice sweet thing going, but I didn't think like that. And a lot of other people who are in the game longer than me, how are you doing this? Because I came my own way. I was consistent, I was disrupting. And you know what, a, a big thing here, I didn't have the downloads. I didn't have the exposure. But when I saw an opportunity knocking that's saying, hey, if you want to submit your podcast to be part of the HubSpot Podcast Network, I did that. Now everyone and their mama could have said to me, Troy, do not do that. You're not ready. You only have 30 episodes. You don't even have that many downloads or subscribers or reviews. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Guess what? If I don't do it, I'm at the same spot. Right. <laughs> the same <laughs> spot I've been in before we had this conversation about it. Right. I right. have nothing to lose. And so for whatever the fear that's holding you back, guess what? You'll be in that same spot tomorrow if you don't do it anyway. So you have nothing mm -hmm. to lose. You're playing with house money. You might as well go ahead and try it. So I submitted my podcast. And I told you how I positioned it. I acknowledge that I'm a black podcaster. I'm a black business strategist and deep in marketing. And through my 12 plus years, I never really heard people of color talking about certain things that were passionate to me, but also caveat in a way that would be understood, simplifying it for people who like me, businesses and organizations who maybe didn't have the time to go to get their degrees or study mm -hmm. YouTube university for hours on end. They don't got time for that. They need solutions now. That was my mission. And that's taking what I'm creating and applying a mission that people can see and saying, 
I don't see the numbers, but I see the impact. And for that alone, I'm going to give you that access to that door, let you walk through. Here's the access. Now, what are you going to do with it? So I want to ask you all this. Think about this rhetorically. If whatever it is that you need to open up that door to get access to whatever you need to next, if you got it, what would you do with it? Get to that level in your mindset. Now, do that. Eventually, the right folk who see it will invest in it, support you, be an advocate for you, and elevate you. And I ain't get here by myself. I position myself, but people had to identify with it and support me with it. And I'm thankful for all those who did. But you have to put in the work and take action. We're going to go ahead and take that break. And when we come back, I want to get some practical step for the folks that have not even started yet. If you can share some practical step on what they can do in order to actually embrace this and start seeing the change in their business and um, the traffic. Don't go anywhere. Stay with me. We'll be right back. Yes, yes, Welcome yes. To <laughs> Good to be here, man. Good to be here. This is amazing, man. This space you've created, phenomenal, bro. Absolutely phenomenal. It. I'm excited to be here, man. Thank excited. You, Content Creators University, man. Woo! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show, Lenita. <laughs> uh, what a pleasant surprise. Thank you for the welcome and for the amazing introduction. All right, folks, welcome back here. Um, I am very excited that you're still with us. And boy, oh boy, all the wisdom and gems that our guest Troy has been dropping on us today is simply phenomenal, right? Understanding that we need a different mindset, the power of branding in your journey, positioning yourself a certain way and knowing that the message and the way you want to tell it matters. And also understanding that even though you may be, um, you know, accustomed to doing things a certain way, if it's not generating the correct income or the income you believe you're worth, if it's not giving you that, you need to change it and know that it will bring the right things depending on who you partner with. Well, Troy, thank you so much for all these gems you've been dropping. Amazing, amazing. Your journey just mind-blowing where you're doing things outside of the box. During pandemic, here you are doing a podcast, a 30-minute or less long podcast, uh, no guests, and short, sweet, sharing it, and having serious traffic and leveraging that to bring to your business. That is phenomenal. Now, there are some folks that have not even started yet, right? that do not even know practical steps to do or may really want to do similar to you. Can you share with us some steps on um, somebody that want to start? Where should they go? How should they approach it? What should they do? Um, would you please help us with that today? Sure. And I apologize for the visuals irking me, but it's okay. I'm undefeated. The audio is still good. We're going to keep it moving. I don't care. Absolutely. So I have this seven phase framework that I help my my clients and it will be this makes sense here too so phase one is introspection that is digging deep and understanding your mental your emotional uh makeup how you think how you work how you interact um so for context i'm an enfp i'm a two wing three i'm a night owl uh, i feed off the energy of individuals and people i need that to motivate me and inspire me and i'm a, I'm a problem solver i need to know a problem so i can solve it so when you understand how you work how you think you can now apply that framework to what you're trying to do. The next phase is investigation. 
And when I mean my investigation, I'm not talking just a basic Google search, how to do a podcast, how to do this, how to do that. I'm talking deep investigation where you're going in deep, looking at various YouTube channels, looking at having conversation with people in person or virtual, um, getting books, getting audio books, listening to different podcasts, get a lot of resources that can give you the good, the bad, and the ugly, because you got to prepare yourself that, hey, if this doesn't work, if I got to modify myself, what does that look like at its worst? And what does it look like at its best? Then phase three is idealization. This is now putting things to paper and coming up with the idea. Now notice, I didn't say start with the idea. I said mm -hmm. first introspection and then investigation because I need to know the risk. I need to know what's involved. Then make the idea. Then the, uh, the ION is part, putting it into action, not just leaving it with an idea on a notepad on a post-it note, but like putting a, a blueprint, a plan around it. Then phase four is initiation. All right, I'm about to start this off. It's no point of having an idea if you tell everybody, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do a YouTube channel. I'm going to write that book. I'm going to start that business. I'm going to get that LLC. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then you just never implement. you got mm -hmm. to take initiation in it. The next thing, phase five, is integration. Now that you've been there for a while, you're going to have to integrate certain things. That might mean, okay, I need to add a website. Or I need to validate and add an LLC now that I'm making money. Or my podcast is doing well, but I need to add Twitter and Instagram to amplify the distribution of it so people are aware of what's going on or whatever it is it might be. Phase six now is implementation. You done done all the stuff, but now you got to implement. And the goal of implementation is to get the results that you want. You're applying so many different things to get there. And the last phase is phase seven, innovation. We can't just stop at implementation because you're going to hit roadblocks. You're going to hit challenges internally, personally, and professionally. You, your business may be booming. Your YouTube may be fire. You have subscribers is jumping to the roof. But oh, wait, COVID. But oh, wait, personal mm -hmm. problems happen. The incidents you didn't think about. Now I got to innovate. Okay, I got to simplify my schedule. I got to expand my, my process out more. And innovation isn't a bad thing. Innovation is modifying things, building systems and processes so you can do less of what you don't want to do and more of what either is necessary to do or that you want to do. So those are the seven phases that I help my clients. But I think makes very sense here that when you're starting even a podcast, go to the seven steps. That's going to have a higher chance for you to get the success that you want than just doing it and not coming in with the, with a plan. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Those are things that I see. I'm loving what Samurai just put. He said, I'm riding so fast. My iPad telling me to slow down. <laughs> yeah, you better take note or simply go back, hit replay on this show and write it down because those are important steps that I'm thanking you, Troy, for sharing with us today uh, so that we can actually take physical uh, steps, action it and really see a transformation of things that we're doing. Now, would you say that in order to bring the traffic to our business, um, we should link some, put some information of our business on the podcast or what exactly should we do in order to leverage that and bring, you know, people through the doors to our business? That's a great question. I think I always put my information at the end. A lot of podcasts will tell you, man, put that at the beginning because the first 15 to 30 seconds, they may drop off, put in the middle, put it throughout. But there was a reason why I put it at the end, because that was the only way you was going to know it was even there. And so that tell me you invested and you cared enough to listen all the way through to the end 
and then you saw the call to action to have the conversation. So that that tells more about the interaction that I, and the respect I have for those who are potentially wanting to work with me and from ads, collaboration, clients, whatever it might be, than putting the beginning and getting a whole bunch of folk knocking on your door, but nobody's mm-hmm. serious. But that's just my experience though. I will say for anyone starting out, you don't want to come off as spammy. I don't know you. It's like coming to somebody's house. You knock and they let you in the door. I'm not gonna come into somebody's house. I'm not gonna let someone come into my house and immediately I wanna go into your fridge. I wanna get all the stuff. <laughs> right. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Then I have somewhere, <laughs> let's have a conversation. Let's get to, let's just, there's, a, there's a relationship, there's a courtship to this thing. And so that's where I'm at. And I think a lot of people who wanna start a podcast need to understand having someone in your ear is a very intimate experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a very intimate experience, and they're choosing to have to give you the leeway to continue to listen. How dare I in the first, you know, X amount of time? Now, granted, I got ads and stuff that obligation. But I'm talking about when you in the meat of the stuff to just mm-hmm. sell, 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 sell. But you ain't tell me no meat. You ain't give me no substance yet, no value yet. Everybody gonna jump off. All right? They ain't on nothing. So right, you have to right. give a little and show that respect for people then to take that action and go to the next steps with you. But that's just my opinion on the matter. Well, that's good. And I want to thank you for that. We've gotten to the end of our show. Man, I wish this was a two hour long, but we respect your time. We know you're a businessman and you're busy. You took time out of your busy schedule to come here and teach us on those important aspects in order to grow our podcast and our business, right? by using podcasts or technology and a different approach. I want you to go ahead and stay backstage as I go ahead and close with everybody here and I'll be with you. But before I let you go, what are the best places that people can connect with you at um, if they want to reach out to your work with you? Uh, the best place to connect with me is at Find Troy on all social media platforms. If you go to growwithtroy.com, it has everything there. So you don't have to worry about trying to find me everywhere. Uh, then obviously, idigress.fm uh, is my podcast experience. The same energy you're hearing right now, I'm, I'm like that all the time. So if you love it and enjoyed it, go ahead and check it out. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate it. We're honored that you took the time to share with us. I'll be right with you as I go ahead and close here. Uh, stay with me backstage. end of this episode thanks for tuning in thanks for connecting uh, with us on this episode if you appreciate it i want to ask you to go ahead and share this with a friend or family member that is a creator literally anybody that is in content world creating content writing a book starting a business uh podcasting doing videos uh youtuber um you know cinematographer live streamer you name it need this series that we're releasing every week so go ahead and share with a friend or family member and of course um if you have not joined me on youtube yet come on my youtube channel uh which is jp high tech reviews or go straight to youtube.com forward slash jp high tech reviews or go to my website simple jp um and you will connect with me there and let's grow together let's make amazing things and i want to hear from you if this has blessed you please send me a message all right go to my website send me a message on jphitech.com let me know how this is doing for you put a comment in the comment section say something uh let me know how you're feeling and let's all transform this world be blessed and i'll see you guys next time for another episode you be safe like i always say shalom